last time on Space Days. After finding themselves on the brig of the pirate ship Dominion and talking with the Captain Lyra, they discovered that the Dominion was more than they realized. Captain Lyra made the crew an offer and left them with time to decide. Uh, you guys get to do what you like this episode. So we will start out uh, individually. And we'll start out with Botchus. Botchus, what are you doing in your room with Sito? Um, what's Sito doing? Sito is wandering around this room, kind of poking at miscellaneous things. He's kind of uh, enthralled with how much stuff there is and how organized it is. It's not really used to clean rooms. <laughs> yeah, Botchus is... Uh sitting on the bed and kind of watching Sito as he walks around. Um, he's And we're, are we like locked in the rooms? No, no, no. They said we could walk around. No. <gasps> yeah, no, you're not locked in the rooms. All right. So he's just sitting there for a second and watching Sito in interest. And then he, he kind of stands up and shoves his hands in his pockets and he's stretches and says, you know, maybe we could go, uh, Go explore a little, uh, this kind of sucks. And I'm just, uh, I could use a nap or something. I'm just so sober. I was gonna say tired, but I mean, that too. I could use a drink. I wonder if there's like a bar on this ship. Uh, Sito shrugs and says, Well, yeah, I mean, I would like to go explore the ship. Sweet. So we're gonna go, um, we're gonna leave our room. So maybe see what the others are up to. Okay, as you leave your room, uh, you do notice that there, even though you are free to wander about, there is a guard posted near near your room. And Sito kind of steps a little bit closer to you as you guys pass the guard. Let's go to Daythorn. What are you doing in your room? So is this room as clean as it sounds like the other one is? Yeah. First of all, is there anything that looks like a bobble in this room? Uh, go ahead and make an investigation check. That's an unnatural 22. Upon looking into this room, there's really not a lot of, like, knickknacks. But you do end up finding a, a, like, a planter with this really cool looking plant in it. It's too big for you to take. Because it's about the size of you. But you do find this little marble statue. Like a little marble pendant that is resting in the pot as decoration. Okay, she picks up that and puts it on, I guess, a coffee table. Or somewhere very more obvious than the pot. <laughs> Daythorn will have this, sh her room looking like her one on the lily in no time. Well, I think this room is much bigger than the one on this lily. Oh, yes. I don't think I've ever said it in the first episode or any episode after that, but Daythorn's room is basically a closet that has a bed. <laughs> and then things stacked up on the walls, on shelves and stuff, kind of like, if anyone's seen Howl's Moving Castle, it's like that room. <laughs> but really, it's just a bed in there and walls. There's no room for floor. Really, you open the door and you get on the bed. That's about it. <laughs> she preferred the smallest room. Otherwise, if there's nothing else of interest in the room, she'll probably, like, have already walked out the door. Like, alright, plain and simple, moving on. Going to go find a library. Or somewhere interesting. 
Okay. Uh, the same thing. Uh, when you walk out of your door, you see a guard kind of posted nearby. Nora. Mm. Uh, you are alone now. In your uh your bed, like your room. What would you like to do? I'm immediately leaving. <laughs> Don't even look around. Don't even go in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, um, bing. there's a guard. Yeah, fuck that person. Uh, I'm gonna also go look for a bar, I think. It wouldn't be a new place unless Nora had a drink. (laughs) 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 Okay. Dominion tested, Nora approved. Yep. Yep. So it will uh, start off with Botches. You and Sito wander the halls a little bit. Uh, like, what are you looking for? Specifically. Uh, specifically, now that, I mean, Sito kind of mentioned being sober. And that kind of sucks. Um, so, I don't know, just, just anything that super pops out. He's probably looking, like, for a bar, but if there's anything interesting on the way, he'll definitely get sidetracked. Uh, what, like, what's in the area between the the room and down okay, the hall? Okay, so... The random hall that he went. I will tell you guys what kind of places you can go uh, in this, this ship. We have a library. We have a kitchen and dining area. We have a training arena. We have a school. We have a health bay. And we have the nursery. Cool, cool. Can I do a, um... Uh, perception check or something to see what's what's in like my vicinity right right now. Like, would there be? There's no bar. (laughs) Go right ahead. Make a perception check. That's an eleven. You you're not really sure where the heck you're going. Um, as you're you're kind of facing forward, looking at the the doors. Right now you're in the living quarters. One thing you do notice is after a few minutes. Sito is not next to you. What? Where did he go? <laughs> not this again. Sito is gone. God damn it. Botches is gonna turn around. He's gonna whip around. Cause he's gonna look down and probably start talking to Sito like, where deep? Sito. Turns around to the left. Turns around to the right. Any Sitos? There are no Sitos. No adorable white-haired AIs? Nope. On the premises. No. Botches is gonna die. (laughs) Oh no, I gotta find Sito fast. Uh, let's see. So, hmm. He's gonna start pacing. Uh, he's gonna look around for any people? Okay, uh, go ahead and make me another perception check. Seventeen. Uh, as you are looking around for a person or Sito or anything that seems familiar to you, you stumble across the kitchen and cafeteria. Uh, it's not very big. The dining area is not very big. There are tables lined with chairs. Uh, it's well lit. It is rather cozy, though. It seems like a very, like comfortable place to come and sit and eat and have a meal. In the back, you smell amazing food. We are gonna jump to Daythorn. Okay. Um, so when I walked out that room and I noticed the guard, 
Is the guard following me? No. They they do pay their they they do uh like turn and watch you go though. Okay. I was just wondering if they're just like tasked to follow along. I had a plan if they were, but they're not. <laughs> I mean they are, but they're not like gonna be right on top of you. They're just they're told to keep an eye on you. Like Mm-hmm. If it's the same guard, then I'm gonna go back to see that guard. <laughs> uh Otherwise, I'm going to go on an adventure and see what I can find in this place. Okay, and it's actually in a different uh, guard than uh, the one from before. From the ones we met while we were captured? Yeah, okay. it's a different one. Are they following me still? <laughs> uh, not really. Okay, Okay. well if he doesn't move, it's fine. Um, yep, I'm just going to go down the hall and I will- You're not even going to bother with directions. Not even going to bother with directions. I'm just going to wander. You go down- down this hall and it leads out of like the sleeping area and more of into a common common space and more people start to show up and more people start to appear some of them are giving you like looks not not bad looks but they're more curious some of them are like the ones that you guys saw when you were walking towards the captain's chambers where they're keeping their heads down they're uh, not really paying you much attention and they're trying to avoid you mm-hmm Go ahead and make a perception check for me. That is a 16. A 16. Okay, as you're walking down the halls, uh, they get a bit broader, and you hear a very familiar laugh, and it's that of Sito. Well, I'm gonna go see, say hi to Sito. <laughs> you follow the laugh, and you you see Sito crouched uh, behind a planter that's in this hall. And uh-huh. he is giggling to himself. All right. Well, I, I'm going to try and sneak up. On oh shit! <laughs> All right. I don't know if I'll do well. She's not a stealthy girl. Roll a stealth check. <laughs> that is an eight. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. You start to sneak your way towards Zito, and he's so on guard. And since he's an AI, he can sometimes detect. Uh, heat signatures and since you give off a very large heat signature he turns Uh around right as you get to him like your hands are up you're about ready to like scare him and he just turns around and goes hi Daythorn shh what you doing Sito playing what are you playing hide and seek from who as as you say that a uh small dragonborn (laughs) child runs down the hall to the two of you and says found you and oh no! Sito pouts slightly <laughs> and is just like, oh, Daythorn, you gave away my position. I'm sorry, I didn't know what game we were playing. I told you hide and seek. You want to play? Sure. So as he's uh, scolding you for giving away his position on the ship, four more children <laughs> run up alongside the dragonborn. And you guys are going to play hide and seek with the kids. So go ahead and roll a d20. For stealth? Nope, just a d20. <laughs> Just a D20. That's a seven. Okay, you're lucky. One of them rolled a, a six. So that child, <laughs> uh, a little tiefling boy, says, Okay, I'm it this time. So to play hide and seek, you need to do a perception check to find a hiding spot and uh-huh. a stealth check to stay hidden. Oh no. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Both think she's really bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> so right. the children run off and the one uh, little boy starts to count. 
as Sito takes your hand and goes, Come on, let's hide! Alright, so I got an unnatural 20 for percept. Another unnatural 20 for stealth. Jesus. I'm not good at this. <laughs> I was like, yes! All. Sito rolled a natural 20 for perception and a natural 1 for stealth. <laughs> so, the two of you, um run down the hall together and you both find these little alcoves that you can hide under and <laughs> Daythorn you you climb underneath this alcove and you're hi- like you're hiding pretty well Sito he he climbs in this like kind of darkened alcove that's on the other side of you but because uh-huh. it's dark and his lights are glowing he's like a little beacon of uh, <laughs> light in this alcove <laughs> he does not know this, but uh, he's not very stealthy at the moment. Do I notice it? <laughs> oh, you notice that he's like just a little bit further down from you in one of these alcoves, and it's just like it's like a rave, and there's just pulsing light <laughs> because he's super happy, and his <laughs> lights are just pulsing happy happily. So you just see, uh, you can't see him, but you definitely see his blue lights just pulsing from this dark, hidden spot. Sito, your lights are on! <laughs> He's gonna try and cover them before the boy comes. So you hear from the alcove, shit! And... Sito! <laughs> Dear goodness. The, uh, the lights fade as he kind of tries to cover his lighted areas. And he kind of uh-huh. like shimmies himself down further into this alcove to hide himself as uh, uh-huh. uh, the Tiffany boy comes running up past you guys. He looks around. He has uh, three other kids following him that he's found. And so after a minute, he he looks around. Go ahead and make one more stealth check for me. Oh, no, that's a 19. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Sito is, is hunkered down in this thing. He's covering his lights as best as he can. And after a moment, he kind of peeks his head up and goes, Are they gone? And the tiefling boy goes, Ha! <laughs> Sito climbs out with another pout. It's just like, dang it! The group of children run down the hall. And Sito's kind of like squats next to your alcove. And he's like, I think they're gone. They didn't find you. Oh, what a good spot, Sito. <sighs> Is there enough space for Sito to crawl back in? <laughs> with the one that you're in? Yeah. I pet the spot right next to me. Let's stay here and see if they'll find me again. Sito climbs in next to you, and we're going to go to Nora. As Daythorn and Sito are hiding in an alcove from a bunch of children. Uh, Nora, you wanted to try and find a bar, right? Well, now that you told me there isn't one, um, I think I want to just wander around and try if I can find the like medical okay. wing. Uh, which direction do you head out of your room? To the left or to the right? Let's go right. Okay. Go ahead and roll a person check. 16. You wander down this hall uh, a little ways, and you end up making it out of the living quarters. You find yourself in the common area, uh, and you watch as a bunch of kids go running past you. After a little bit, you do see a door that has a, a cross, like a medical cross on it. Okay. I open the door? So, inside of the medical bay, um, it, uh, it's a larger, larger room, uh, towards the side of the ship. It's filled with beds and different machinery. Some of the beds are occupied. Standing, um, kind of near one of the beds, you see a female. 
and she is looking over some notes. She, uh, she's an Osimar. She has uh, short red hair and green mm-hmm. eyes, and, but she has a bunch of scars on her face and neck. Okay. I, uh, don't really want to disturb her, so I'm kind of just, like, walking around the room. She ends up seeing um. you, uh, just kind of exploring this, this health bay, and she goes up. She doesn't say anything to you, but she writes down on her clipboard and shows it to you. Can I help you? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I had heard that a bunch of people were sick, and I was just seeing how bad it was. And she continues to write, and you realize that she cannot speak. Mm. It is it is not good. We're quickly running out of resources. Would a potion help? I have, I think, at least one. She smiles, and you can assume that everything I say is her writing down and showing you. Yeah. She she says that she thank you for offering. I am grateful for that. I heard that you might be joining the captain to get the toxins. Yes. I believe that is the plan. The toxins are potent enough that even the smallest vial will last this crew a month or so. I'll try my best to get them, but I don't I don't know if there's anything I can do now to help. She smiles and shakes her head, but she writes thank you on the notes. Okay. I thank her for, you know, talking with me, and I start to leave. Okay. There's not anybody that, like, I know in these beds, is there? I can make a perception check. You're only going to be able to see just the first couple few, because you're not- Yeah, I'm not going to wander in. Uh, natural 20. You don't recognize any of these people. Um, you do notice that quite a few of them are children. There are some that are just recovering from injuries, but there are some that are coughing and just generally don't look good. But you do not, uh, recognize any, any of the patients in this medical building. Uh, we are going to go back to Botches. You had found your way to the kitchen. All right. And lost Sito along the way. And lost Sito along the way. Um, there's not really any danger that we're that's on the ship. No, there's no danger to us. No, like okay. No, there's what were you gonna say? There's just the the guards keeping an eye on you to make sure you guys don't cause trouble. Okay, so he's not like uh he's he's gonna keep looking for Sito, but he's not like he was panicking at first, but then he's like, okay, I need to just it's okay. Sito probably saw something interesting and went off because that's kind of his thing. This has happened before. <laughs> so yeah, he's going to go back uh, and check out the kitchen area. He walks through the dining kind of quarters and like kind of sticks his head into the kitchen. Okay, the kitchen back there. is a uh, larger room. You stick your head through kind of this like swinging door and there are probably about five ovens in this kitchen like five stovetops and there's a huge counter in the center and standing at the counter is a dwarven woman she is a little bit older in age but she's got gray hair and blue eyes and is wearing a blue apron and she looks at you when the door opens and she goes oh welcome welcome uh hey this is um are you the the person in charge of the kitchen I am. Name's Millie. Come on in. Are you hungry? I mean, I, I guess so. Yeah. As you you stammer, she uh, hops off the stool that she was standing on, and she comes and grabs your hand and pulls you into the kitchen. 
and she starts loading up a plate with some some sweetbreads and uh like this chili that she's made she says eat up you look starved uh, I really appreciate it, uh, Millie. So you haven't ha- happened to see a uh, uh, AI running around here, have you? Uh, like white hair? No, dear, I haven't. I'm sorry. All right. Um, Would you like anything to drink with that? Uh, he's about to say no, and then he pauses for a second. He's like, "Do you, do you have any alcohol on this ship, or is it is this a dry?" Is this a dry cruiser? Cause... She lets out a laugh when you ask that, and she goes, oh, goodness, no, we have plenty of alcohol. She uh, uh, goes to one of the lower cabinets and pulls out a, a bottle of rum, and you can tell that there's not a lot of alcohol, oh, but they, they do have it. Like, you just gotta gotta ask. Uh, and she pours you a, a glass. I, that That's... Super great of you. Um, is there any way I could take a little bit of this? Uh, I have a companion who's a little stressed, and I think this is something oh, she course, could really dear. use right now. I'll fill up a flask for you. Uh, I love Millie. I love her too. Can we just live Forget here? The last one stack. <laughs> We're just gonna. I was thinking we could adopt her onto our ship, but whatever. I mean, she cooks. That's better than what most of us could probably do. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Ah. <sighs> I make a mean microwaved space hot dog, okay? What would a space hot dog even be made out of? Like, space pork. Space cow. Yeah, space cows. Oh, we just talk about this. God, I can't wait for future episodes. Okay, um. Okay. Yeah, he's gonna, yeah, if she gives him the flask, he's gonna kind of tuck it away in a pocket. And he's super stoked about that. He's also going to um, see if she has a little bit of, like, paper or something he can wrap up the, uh, the sweet bun in she uh when you ask that she she kind of gives you this look she goes and gets another sweet bun and wraps it up for you but as she's doing that she goes you need to sit down and eat <laughs> I, I really <laughs> should find my ai it's uh he's not really used to being alone well, i'm sure your ai is fine you need to take care of yourself first don't argue with me mother has spoken his mouth opens closes it Yes, ma'am. All right, he's going to take a seat um, <laughs> and start eating his chili. It's very exciting. I'm sure he's very hungry. They haven't really had time to, I mean, they were, they were floating around and then they got captured and thrown in, thrown in the brig. So this is great. Has a drink. <laughs> so, Millie, um, how long have you been aboard the Dominion? Oh, I've been aboard the Dominion for about... Three years now. Been the head cook ever since. <laughs> That's this is really good. I can see why. Uh so what I mean, do you have any any future plans? Are you just gonna stay here or what I mean, what's your what's your angle, basically? Well, the Dominion's our home. We haven't found uh the right place to settle down, if you you might think of it that way. But for right now it's safe. We keep each other happy. We may be running a little low on some stuff right now, but Captain Lyra's working on that. Alright. Yeah, that seems fair. Uh, so I I noticed a, a placard on the wall on the way here. It was talking about a some sort of arena. Uh, what 
What's the deal with that? Oh, the training arena. Yes, you seem like the type that would like that. Old Millie can't do that kind of thing anymore, but the training arena is going to be just down the hall to the left and two doors down. You can uh, go in there and try out some simulations and exercise a bit and keep your muscles nice and strong. That, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely, uh, I think that's going to be my next stop when I'm, after I find Sito. That's... Well, if I see him, I'll send him your way. That'd be great. Thank you. You're... Yeah, this is... This food is amazing. And... You're you're really great. He's pretty... Ha- like, he was a little, like, shy and about sitting down and eating, but now he's he's just like, I like this lady a lot. This is... This is fine. She, uh... She kind of reaches up and pats your cheek as you say that. She goes, That's good. You eat up now, Sonny. Ugh. And we're going to go to uh, Daythorn and Sito. Still hiding in our little hole. Yeah, the, the kids uh, have not come back. Uh. As Sito kind of sighs <laughs> while sitting there. And he's kind of twirling his brain. And he's like, I think they forgot about us. It's possible. Um, Daythorn climbs out. <laughs> Sito's going to climb out after her and just be like, well, that was fun. What now? I don't know. What else do you think is on this ship? And then she'll just start walking in a direction. Sito is going to follow <laughs> her. Uh, go ahead and make that perception check. That is a three. <laughs> she walks right into a plant. <laughs> Luckily, Sito is with you. And after a little bit of walking, you guys go past this room and he stops and he kind of like backtracks a little bit and says, uh, hey, Daythorn. What is it, Sito? I found the library. Ooh. Let's go check it out. Hey everyone, it's your Dungeon Master Adam here to tell you all about One Shot Onslaught. We are an actual play D&D 5e podcast that even follows some of the rules. Rules? No one said there'd be rules. We play through popular one-shot modules from DMsGuild.com so that you can drop in at any episode. We have Lord Sean Snow, the hero's hero, who is a 140-year-old human wizard. I cast magic missile up its butthole! Death, the teething rogue who only eats raw meat. Did somebody say meat? The dwarf druid Iron Claw who loves nature almost as much as he loves oatmeal. Cinnamon oatmeal, or get the F out. And last but not least, we have Ted, the tiefling bard who loves to jam out on his magic guitar and skadoosh on his magic flying broom. Skadoosh. Find us wherever you download your podcast and follow us on all social media at One Shot Onslaught. So the two of you go into this, it's kind of a smaller room. It's... Like I said, it's not very big, but it has a variety of scrolls and books that the crew has picked up along the way. There are several shelves uh, lining the walls that have it. And there is a younger Air Ganassi boy uh, with a clockwork prosthetic for a hand stocking the books. He has uh, small glasses that don't really fit his face that have a crack in him. He has soft blue hair and bright blue eyes. He sounds adorable as heck. Sito goes up to the boy who's standing on this little, like, stool, stocking books, and he goes, Hi! <laughs> as the uh, younger Ergonasi jumps and ends up dropping uh, his armful of books. Is he up, like, 
a million feet in the air. He is not a million feet in the air. He's about four feet off the ground. But he does grab onto the bookshelf <laughs> to keep himself from falling. Um, Jay Zorn kind of, like, tries standing underneath him to, like, try to get like, oh, sorry, he he likes people. Hi. Sorry. <laughs> As, uh, this boy goes, oh, uh, no, that that's okay. I, I was I was lost in thought. Um, as he kind of scampers down the ladder and starts picking up the books. Oh, wh- what can I do for you? Oh, we're just exploring and we found the library. Um, you guys have a fairy tale section around here? Uh, yeah, that that would be in the the kids section. As he kind of points to a little <laughs> like shorter bookshelf off in the corner. Okay, I drag Sito over there. <laughs> Sito is so excited <laughs> as this uh, younger Ganassi boy is watching you a little like skittish because he knows he's never seen you guys around. He knows that you guys are the vulturing crew that everybody picked up. <laughs> and he's also very uh-huh. enthralled the fact that there's another Ganassi on the ship. Uh-huh. So he's <laughs> just like, hi, bye. He is uh, watching you guys from his little desk. Um, I just, I'm just gonna look for some books. I remember back how many, but the symbols kind of look like something from a fairy tale I would recognize. Oh, yeah. Was that this? Yeah. So that's kind of why I'm in that section. Okay. Uh, Sito is sitting down with you on the floor and he's already pulled out about four books and is very happily Uh flipping through them. Ooh, he's already pulled out about four books and is flipping through them. And his lights are kind of glowing really happily, the fact that he gets uh-huh. to read some fairy tale books. Because on the Miss Lily there are not a lot of fairy tale books. Only the very few, which might be one that Daythorn has. Yes. <laughs> not many. So go ahead and make an investigation check. That is a natural twenty. Okay. So as you're flipping through um book after book and they're all tales that you remember from your childhood, but you're not you're not seeing anything until you get to uh, a book of short stories, and you're about you're about ready to give up until you see one of the symbols that stands out to you, and it is a short story about lost ones. It's a fable of how they came to be, the magic that connected them to everything. Um, for that story. I think I would read that one out loud to Sito. So you sit in the library and read this story to Sito, which he memorizes as you read it to him. (laughs) Uh, We are going to go to Nora. Yes. So you just left the health bay. Um, You saw that there were sick people. You saw that there were children in there. Where would you like to go now? Can you tell me where they were again? We have the library, the kitchen, the training arena, the school, the health bay, and the nursery. I guess I'm going to the kitchen, because I want a drink. Go ahead and make a perception check. 19. You wander into the dining area and the kitchen, and you find Botches sitting at this table with this uh, little elder dwarf <gasps> lady eating food and drinking booze. Hey, Nora! <laughs> Hi. What's up? This is Millie. Uh, oh, I got something for you. And he's gonna pull out the flask and give it to her. She takes it and starts drinking. Hi, sweetheart. Are you hungry? Oh, yeah. 
when was the last time we ate? I don't even remember. <laughs> Me neither. This is great. Oh, God. <laughs> As she makes you up a big plate of the sweet buns and uh, the bread and the chili. Awesome. I sit down and start eating. Like a so- princess, <laughs> not like an animal. <laughs> why? Okay, why do you have to... Like, make that distinction while we're sitting next to each other eating. I'm not eating like an animal. I. Like a princess, and not like an animal, looks to botches. I didn't say she looked to botches. I also didn't. <laughs> she didn't say that out loud. As in the character, I said it. I didn't just throw, like, handfuls of food into my face. There is a napkin I mean... on my lap, there is a fork, and there is a knife in my hands. Shit. <laughs> pinky out I mean I'm not eating with my hands I'm not eating chili with my hands but my pinky's certainly not out like fuck you guys enjoy this meal from uh, grandma Millie so moving along she starts bustling around the kitchen while the two of you eating she doesn't pay you too much mind but after a minute she comes up with a basket and says could you two do me a big favor? Uh, sure. You see, old Millie's legs aren't what they used to, and, well, wandering around this big old ship, it takes a lot of effort. Could you two deliver this basket to the school? It's snacks for the kids. Oh, Hell yeah, we will. Oh, you're amazing, sweetheart. <laughs> Millie, you're amazing. I love her. <laughs> I know. I haven't even met her yet, but I love her. <laughs> We will kidnap her. As they offer Millie a job on the uh, missile, and she goes, thanks for the offer, dear, but no thanks. (laughs) So we take her, like true pirates. (laughs) Like the vultures we are. Yeah. (laughs) No offense, but Millie could kick your ass. (laughs) I believe it. Most people can. So we're gonna go take this food to the uh, to the chitlins. Yes. Uh, she gives you the uh, directions, so you guys don't have to roll perception. Oh, Sweet, good. Uh, while we're walking, I want to tell Botches that I visited the sick bay. What's it look like in there? Not great. Seems like a lot of their sick are children. Yeah. So we really got to get that that toxin then, huh? It would seem so. Uh, yeah. I'm not I'm not exactly happy about this because we're being strong armed into it, but I'm also not willing to let children die. I may be a lot of yeah. things, but I'm not a heartless bitch. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of us like being on a leash, but I I mean what they're trying to do here is it's pretty good, so I don't know. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, I agree. And if they fix the ship, then, I mean, it's even better for us. I, I don't want to be indebted to them, though. Well, it's not. It's, it's you know, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. We'll get them the, the toxins, and they'll fix our ship. And then we'll be, we'll be on our way. Us, Sito, Millie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The two of you uh, follow Millie's directions, and you make it to... The end of a hall where uh, you go into a room. This room is a uh, medium sized and there are chairs and desks uh, lined up and they are filled with kids. Uh, each of the kids are there are many different races among the children and 
they all kind of turn and look at you as you come in. Is there a cute teacher? There is a cute teacher. For, uh, scientific reasons. Uh, there is a beautiful light purple tiefling standing at the front of the class with long white hair. She looks to the two of you as uh, as you come in and she drops her clipboard. Nora? Yeah? Uh, make a wis- uh, wisdom check with advantage. Oh god, a wisdom check? Uh-huh. Oh, okay, okay, well now, let's add advantage. Uh, that was a 18 for history. Nora, you recognize this tiefling. This tiefling was a teacher on your home planet from your kingdom. Her name is Katla, and she actually tutored you and your brother for some time. Oh, no. <laughs> I just stand there, kind of shocked. She stands there for a brief moment before speaking of Princess Nora? Uh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> How you doing? haven't seen you in a while she stands there in silence for a brief moment before shaking her head and says children uh do your readings and she quickly scurries over and ushers you out of the room uh closing the door behind her we have food for the children she left botches in the room with all the kids Oh no! Snacks. They're gonna learn some things now. As you just hear like screaming from inside the room, (laughs) Botches is yelling something like, "No, you gotta get in line! No, no! Ow! Don't pull that! Ah! (laughs) One at a time!" You just hear him say "fuck," and then an echo of little voices saying. In a brief three seconds, Botches has corrupted the minds of the ship. Uh, they left me there! Without a defense! <laughs> you, you can come out if you want, Botches, but, you know. It's fine. Something has to watch these, these <laughs> angels. Uh, Nora, she pulls you out into the hall and she says, What are you doing here? Um, well, I, uh, am traveling with, uh, the other tiefling that you met in the, in the rug. You didn't really meet him. You just kind of pushed me out of the room. Is he your boyfriend? Um, well, the other tieflings. What? Is he your boyfriend? Oh, no. <laughs> you see, she blushes, like, hardcore. Nora is like, Oh, you know my father wouldn't allow boyfriends. I also know your father wouldn't allow you to explore space. Yeah, I may or may not have ran away. That would explain it. Yes. He tried to force me to marry someone and I was not about that life. That sounds like him. Yeah. But what are what are you doing here? How did you get here? <sighs> You remember when I left the kingdom, I told you that I had received a job offer that I couldn't turn down. Was this? No. It was okay. a trick. Uh, what? Many people had gotten job offers offering riches beyond their beliefs if they did certain jobs. And we were captured. We were sold as slaves. Lyra... She was at the auction 
that I was to be sold at, and she managed to free all 16 of us. I... Nora's just really, really, like, shocked because she knows that her father didn't let, like, tutors usually leave, like, so easily. Like, he usually offered them more money to stay. So they must have offered her a lot or her father was just like, yeah, whatever. Which would shock her, you know? She ends up uh, hugging you and says, I'm so glad you're safe, though. I hug her back. Botches, what are you doing in with these uh, kids? They all have their eyes on you, by the way. Oh, no. So they're they're not climbing on me anymore? Uh, no, they, they were never climbing on you. They just, like, she told them to do their they readings, just... and the door closed, and all eyes landed on you and that basket. Oh. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, he's a- he backs up a step, like, <laughs> solidly concerned by the weight of these eyes. And then he's gonna peek in the basket and see what's, like, how are we going to do this? (laughs) (laughs) So inside the basket, Grandma Millie has prepared these little individual wrapped boxes that have a sweet cake and some veggies. Oh, that's perfect. So everything's, like, Everything is in separate things because Millie knows how this class is. Yeah, he's gonna go around, like fucking Little Red Riding Hood, I guess, and give each each kid- uh, He's gonna tell him, you know, you gotta keep your butts in your chairs and wait your turn and you'll be- you'll be having your snack in no time. Make sure you do your reading. One of the, uh- And he's gonna walk around. One of the kids raises their hands. And give them each snacks. Uh, yeah, yeah, you in the back. What happened to your leg? (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit, this is where we find out. Uh, you know, it's a it's a really cool kind of secret story, you know. I Another kid uh You should see the other guy. The other kid uh raises his hand and says, What other guy? Another one pops up. Why is it metal? Another one pops up. Can I touch your tail? Uh <laughs> another one pops up. How come I am feral? Yes! <laughs> he starts very, very quickly handing out the snacks. He's like, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I don't know. How come Teeth Feral? <laughs> How hey. come Teeth is Feral? A, uh, a little, a little, little copper Teeth with silver scales raises his hand. Why are you Feral? <laughs> How do you even know what the, what? Oh. <laughs> So is he taming these kids with food? Is uh, this they are still in their seat, but they are very curious about your metal leg. Do you want me to roll anal- animal handling or something? Because I no. <laughs> As a teacher, I think you should. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I'm going to allow it. Because two, oh, no. two out of the four of us work in elementary schools. So yeah, go ahead and roll that animal handling. Hey, I'm the only one who doesn't. I am ill-equipped for this mission. I don't. Let's see. I oh, don't know what you're oh, two about. out of the. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No. You just work with with num nums, numbers. Yes. Oh boy, that's yes. a six. <laughs> uh, you are not handling these animals very well. Uh, they like some of them are very content with their snacks, but there is a group kind of in the the outskirts of this. Like they're the ones that sit in the back of the class because they always get in trouble. 
Uh, and they actually get up from their seat and come to you. They are like three feet of sheer terror as one of them starts poking your leg and the other one wants to be picked up. And another one is uh, starting to rummage through the basket of goodies. Hey, hey! He's going to lift the basket up over his head with one arm <laughs> and he's going to kind of not kick the child. Of course not. <laughs> but he's going to kind of kick it, like get his leg out of the way, like shaking it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Look, if you keep getting up out of your seat and running around, you're not going to have any snacks. They're going to go to your other classmates. But, right? but you already gave us our snacks. Well, there they, are ways. There are horrifying ways. Let me tell you that. <laughs> did, you, did you eat your snacks? Did you eat all your snacks already? You know, if you leave them on the table, they're going to be they're gonna be taken. Look at that. I think little, let's see, little Timmy over there is going after your snack. You go get him. We don't have a Timmy in our class. He's in the next class over. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but that does sound like Timmy. He is in he is in rogue training. <laughs> I don't know. Botches tried really hard. Botches, uh, your words of, of threatening <laughs> to take their snacks away send two of them back to their seats to protect their beloved treasures. One oh, little God. boy, though, uh, kind of makes you think of your the silver scale. <laughs> the right? silver scale one. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Shane. Uh, there is a little tiefling standing in front of you, and he's the one that's been poking and asking about your leg. Uh, he he was not happy about about you threatening to take his snacks, and he gives you a pout. I didn't threaten to take his snacks. I said Timmy threatened to, was going to take his snacks. Machis, <laughs> uh, does 16 hit? <laughs> My god! What the- that matches, so yes. So this little tiefling pouts and stares at you and on your good leg kicks you in the shin before going and sitting back down. Is the one who wanted to be picked up still near me? No, they went and sat He's back down because okay. you didn't pick them up. Well, I was a little occupied with his his uh, cohort poking at me and kicking me, apparently. Uh... <laughs> After a moment, the door opens back up and Katla returns with Nora. Sees everybody sitting at their desks with their, uh, their, their treats. Oh, thank Jidus, you're back. Katla, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like to talk to you again. Uh, of course, princess. You don't, you don't have to call me that. It's not necessary. I will try, Nora. Thank you. <laughs> As she smiles at the class and says, Okay, say thanks for the snacks, kids. As all of them except for the one says, Thank you, Botches. He sticks his tongue out at you. I stick my tongue out back. Do I see that? Well, I mean, you're, you're standing. You mean, did you see Botches? It was fast. It was fast. Just, uh, yeah. I don't want the teacher Bot- to yeah, see. Yeah, okay. Make, like. a, uh, make a perception check since he did it fast. Uh, 15. Yeah, you see it. I give him a look. And the gesture to leave. I give her a snack. <laughs> uh, Daythorn, you are in the library with Sito. I, I just went in there what I came to do. Um, I kind of want to see about that math book that seemed a little bit familiar. Okay. Uh, otherwise, I'll probably leave. <laughs> 
Did you want to go talk to Arvi? Who? Oh, sorry, I didn't tell you his name. The little Ganassi. His <laughs> name is Arvi. Yeah, he didn't, yeah, I don't know his name yet. <clears throat> well, I go up to the little Air Ganassi friend. Where's the, uh, I guess, math section over in this little library? Well, um, most most of them are are in in the school, but we, we do have a small small collection of of mathematical books. As he scampers out from behind his little desk and takes you over to the section, the there are about four books. Is there any reason why you're uh, a little shaky there, my friend? Oh, just just uh, nope, nope, no reason. Uh, she offers her hands out. <laughs> uh, I'm Daythorn. A pleasure to meet ya. He uh, he goes to extend his clockwork hand and then stops and then kind of awkwardly shakes with his his like real hand but it's the the wrong hand to shake with so he's kind of <laughs> shaking he's like uh name name's Arvi uh look at his other hand that he took away or clockwork like that's an interesting gizmo you got there oh uh, yeah C- captain lyra designed it for me pretty neat looking uh, can i take a look if you don't mind. He gets this, like, his light blue skin turns this darker shade of blue <laughs> as he hesitates for a minute and then hands you his, like, holds out his hand to you. And it is this, it's not made of the best metal, but it is an intricate clockwork designing that seems to work really well. It kind of looks like the uh, the guns that she had where it has that kind of same design. Okay, so, like, Daythorn is, like, Kind of like gently moving his arm around just to like see it and very curious on how it's moving and working. Like, oh, that's pretty awesome for the kinds of metals you got going on. Uh, Sorry about your arm, though. Oh, uh, that's okay. I, I, I made my master angry and so he took it. Well, fuck that guy. <laughs> um, I look at those few math books that are there. So, or Daythorn does. And she's like, so these ones are the only ones, I guess, for general use? Uh, yeah, we have a couple checked out right now, but, uh, but those those are what we have. Cool beans. And I guess the one that I was looking for is not in that. No, that furbolg has it. Darn. I look around, is Sito still here? Oh yeah, Sito's still in the corner reading. He has okay. compiled about 16 books now that he is reading bits and pieces of from each one at one time. Interesting. Uh, I'll go over back to Sito. Uh, and she waves back to Arvi. She's like, well, thanks for letting me look at your arm. Yeah. Hey, Sito, you want to go explore anywhere else? Mm, kind of having fun reading. Reading is a good thing. Uh, I'll come back for you here then. Okay. I'm going to go check out that classroom. Mm. As right, he kind of curls up in the corner with his mountain of books and continues reading. Uh... I leave the library, and I just go the direction that I haven't gone yet. <laughs> she didn't even bother to ask for directions. She just goes. Alright, um... Might end up not at the school. Go ahead and make a perception check for me. That is a six. Nora and Botches, make a perception check for me. Ooh, 19. Nine. So... Nora and Botcha says, you guys are rounding this corner. Corner, uh, Nora, you see Daythorn coming, and you step to the side. Botcha, you do not. 
Uh, Daythorn, you do not see Botches. The two of you run into each other as you turn this corner. I chuckle. Oh no, my glasses! Oh, <laughs> oh Daythorn, are you alright? Hi! No, Have you seen Sito? Where? Oh, yeah, he's in the library. Oh, uh, hang on. Uh, Botches is gonna find her glasses for her. Wait, you lost Sito? What? No, I, didn't, I didn't lose Sito, he's in the library. Uh, you just asked where Sito was. You lost Sito? Sito, I didn't lose him. Sito went off to go go explore on his own. He was playing hide and seek. Oh, that makes so much sense now. He's good at that. It's a very fun game. Is he? No, the kids found him very easy. Wow. <laughs> to be fair, he glows. <laughs> Look, so Sito, Sito's okay. Let's just let's just move on, anyways. <laughs> he said he's in the library. He's good. But yeah, I picked up uh, Daythorn's glasses and and gave them to her. I put them back on. Okay, <laughs> like, good. I would have been blind without them. Actually, I don't know if she would be blind. <laughs> I haven't decided if she actually needed them. <laughs> Aesthetics. Yep. Gotcha. Um, as the three of you find each other again, you're having this discussion in the hall, and a guard comes up to you, and he... He says, I hope you're enjoying yourself, but the captain is calling for you. We would like to thank everyone for listening today. If you haven't already, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at 20SA Podcast. And YouTube at 20 Sided Adventures Cast for all your sneak peeks, previews, extra content, or random shit we say. Or if you want to just chill and hang out in our Discord with us. We also have a website for other fun tidbits. Links are in the description below. And don't forget to like and review our episodes on your pod listener of choice, please. We would love to hear your feedback 100% of the time. See you later, space cadets. Reach for the stars. And send a postcard. 